Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were traveling from Gilgal, 2 Kings 2, 1, from the New Living Translation. Elijah is called by God to travel to a number of locations on his final journey. Elisha responds at each new steering with the same words found in verses 2, 4, and 6. As surely as the Lord lives and you yourself live, I will never leave you. So they travel together, Elijah and Elisha, from Gilgal to Bethel, to Jericho, and then to the Jordan River. This was no direct route, but God had a plan and a purpose for everything else he called Elijah to do, and he must have a plan and a purpose now too. Like every other lesson of Elijah, I believe there's something here for us to learn as well. We start in Gilgal. Gilgal means rolling or wheel. Gilgal is where the Israelites first camped with Joshua after crossing the Jordan into the Promised Land. This is where Joshua piled up the 12 stones taken from the Jordan River. Gilgal is also where Saul was made king. Although the Gilgals mentioned in the Bible may not have all been in the same location, it seems like a good starting place, the beginning of a journey. Next, they went to Bethel, which is the house of God. Jacob named Bethel in Genesis twenty-eight nineteen, after his dream of a stairway going up to heaven and God promising him the land. He erected a memorial as a place of worshiping God. Bethel is significant in its connection to God and heaven and as a place of worship. Jericho is a pretty well-known town from the Old Testament. This is the place where Joshua began his conquest of the Promised Land by following the Lord's unusual directions of marching around the walled city. The victory of Jericho is clearly the Lord's. Joshua acted in obedience, as Elijah is doing now, still. The Jordan River is crossed just as it was in the time of Joshua, on dry land. Elijah smacks the water with his cloak, and the waters part once again. Perhaps this is representative of the journey Elijah has been on this whole time. A rolling start, moving during the drought 
as God directs. Elijah continues to do this his whole life as he obeys God's commands to step up and speak for him. Then he moves to the house of God. Mount Carmel is a great public display of God's power that returns hearts to him. But in the solitude of Horeb is where Elijah encounters God in the still, small voice. This is also where God cares for him, counters the lies he's believing, and renews his purpose. Jericho is the place of relying on God to do all the things beyond his ability. Elijah's job, and ours, is to obey while God determines the outcomes. The Jordan crossing connects him to great men of the past, but more importantly, to the Spirit of the Lord. Smacking water does not always result in it parting, but this time, lined up with the will of God, it does. Again. God makes a way, miraculously. Elijah is crossing over from this life to the next, and he finishes well. God is glorified and honored by Elijah's obedience and faith. Whatever our journeys, we also pass through these places, places of beginnings and movement, places of worship and being cared for by the Father, places of battles and victories that display the miraculous work of God, and places of crossing over into the next leg of the journey. We may not erect memorials at these places, but as we cycle through them again and again, taking the time to remember God's past miracles puts us in a position to confidently face our current battles. As we move through these stations, we need to remember God has a plan and a purpose here. This isn't the wilderness. This is the promised land. This is a place of his blessing. This is a place our faith develops along the way. The journey may be difficult and the road rocky. We may come face to face with obstacles and deterrence, but following Jesus is always worth it. Elijah's last journey leads us onward. After Elisha's statement voicing his commitment to stay with Elijah, the sentence reads, So they went on together. Let's keep going together. As we link arms with each other, we also link arms with Elijah and Jesus. Arm in arm, where do you find yourself today in your own journey? Are you just beginning something that God has called you to? Are you in a place of worshiping or needing cared for? Are you awaiting a miraculous victory? Are you nearing the end of a season and preparing to cross over into the next? What is God calling to memory? It may be just what you need to prepare you for the road ahead. Let's pray. Lord, 
We trust in your plan. Your ways are higher than ours. So even when we don't understand, we can stand on faith. This journey we are on links places and people together in a special way that can only be orchestrated and held together by you. We praise you. Beginning, middle, or end of this leg of the journey, we need you. Link arms with us and lead us on to victory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. We're going to be hanging with Elijah this summer and seeing how his journey can help us reflect and grow stronger in our faith as we continue to fight our hard battles. I hope you will stick around to hear more. If you'd like to read on your own, Elijah's account begins in 1 Kings 17 and continues through 2 Kings 2. I'd also like to invite you to check out my recently launched website at hlynnpierce.com. It's one more way I can connect with you. You can claim a copy of my prayer victory for free by subscribing to my twice monthly encouraging email called A Taste of Tranquility. This is to help you step from the swirling winds of life's storms into the eye for a moment and refocus on our anchor, Jesus. I hope to see you there. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.